Hey, what's going on, my friends? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. It is an absolutely beautiful day. Today is Memorial Day. Monday, the 31st. 31st of May, 2021. I'm coming back from a mushroom foraging expedition. Me and my buddy Mike and my dog Momi. We headed out around 11 a.m. Now it's 1.30, so trudging around out there for two and a half hours. Very moist out there. Leaves have popped. The undergrowth is coming up. Didn't find much of anything. Did run across a bunch of cicadas. Those that had made it and fallen to the ground and now just living out the last hours, days of their life. Congregating on blackberry bushes. Beautiful looking. You can hear them out there singing here in the country. Again, they sound like a weed whacker in the distance. It's like a like a ongoing screeching, like a wee. That wasn't good. I'm sorry. Sound like a fucking weed whacker to me. Like in the distance, like a landscaping crew running weed whackers. So we've ran into a bunch of cicadas. Not too many creatures. Here I am cruising by the the uh, Spring Mount. I'm coming out here, drop my buddy off at his house in Spring Mount. Pulling up to the bridge. Got a rushing Perkyoman Creek to my right. I'm heading home now. Now, so we were walking around. We were just walking and talking, looking for these mushrooms. You might have heard me talk about chanterelles. Well, they come out in July. So we're early for mushroom hunting. So we didn't find too much. But then we go through this little patch of woods we enter it and I can see something glimmering in the distance to my left sure enough it was a, a little stand of white trumpets or yellow trumpets like a yellow goldish color and there was probably 30 or 40 of them in a cluster we went over, I got a picture of Mike with them cutting them off. Momi's foraging around, looking like she was going to, you know, if she sees what you're looking at, she's going to go over there and walk right through the middle of it. That's what she does. She's got to be right in the fucking middle of everything. So we cut those off. We got them. I got half of them in the riding shotgun with me right now. We found these things. Now, I can't imagine how many clusters of these would actually be out there because they're, they're a relatively uncommon find, particularly as, um, as mushroom foraging goes. They're not not so common you're going to run across 
these. Whereas chanterelles, when they're out, they're out. You can find them. So hopefully we get a decent summer here where we've got enough moisture and enough heat, enough growth of these mushrooms, we can go out there picking again at our secret spot. I also found a little braided windy vine. Those are coveted. I like those. Something about going out there and foraging for things. I was waxing a little philosophical to Mike about these things. That, you know, there are, you think about stuff like um, the gold rush or oil, coal, whatever. You know, we human beings have plundered this planet. We find things that are worth lumber, you know, whatever it is. That natural resource, water. We find things that have a value, perceived value, and we uh, we pick them, we harvest them. So. Mushroom hunting is cool because it's one of the last things that you can really do It's that's like that. Like, you can find these mushrooms. They're, they're tasty. They're delicious. Some of them are medicinal. So, why not go out there? It's also, you're recreating. You're out there. You're hiking around the woods. Get the dog. She's running free. She's taking swims. We paused after we got our, we, you know, we didn't find shit. And all of a sudden, we found that big cache of mushrooms picked it, and then we kind of rested easy. Found my wine divine braid, which means something to me. I mean, that's got a, a value to me. Maybe I'll make those varnish it and make a keychain out of it, or I'll just bring it to the office and let it set there. Just a, it's an eye catcher. Just like a rock, some rock you pick out of the out of a creek somewhere, or alongside a trail looking rocks. Maybe I find a rock that looks like a little funny face and then I paint it. Or maybe I just leave it out there for people to see if they see the same thing in it. So there are things out there in the natural world that are, are really awe-inspiring. And it's just great to be out there walking through the woods in quiet. You know, we have a nice conversation. you got Momi running around enjoying ourselves, you know, on a beautiful day, Memorial Day. I can't think of a better way to spend that, because otherwise I might have been sitting on my ass, farting into the couch, looking at my phone. Really time well spent. Enjoyed it. Afterward, we went down this hill, got our friggin' little cachet of mushrooms. We scurry down this hill carefully, get to the bottom, and there's a trail, and right off the trail was the Nakamixon, or uh, Green Lane Reservoir, rather. Bomi goes right in through three sticks. At one point, I have her staring at me. She's sitting in the water, and then she's staring at me. She's like four foot from me, staring at me through these, these gra this grass that's growing right offshore. It's aquatic grass. It's poking up. I see her face. I got a picture. I said, I'm like, why is she staring at me? She's staring at me. Mike points out because I have my windy vine braid. 
like she thinks I'm going to throw that in there so she can go retrieve it. Meanwhile, she got two gigantic sticks that she's already retrieved and she wants to go out again. <laughs> Such a peculiar character. I got some good video of her. So I found one more stick to throw out. So that was time well spent on this Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Speaking of Memorial Day, which I think I already addressed yesterday, if you stand a post, if you put on a uniform, if you sign your life away, to try to represent the home team, which is the United States of America, then hats off to you. I did it. I lived to tell about it. I served in peacetime, traveled the world, made lifelong friendships, had adventures that, you know, many people will never have. I have a perspective courtesy of my service that has colored everything that I do in my life. And so, really wonderful uh, to celebrate the people who have, uh, who have put on uniform and fought and died for the things that we hold dear. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican or you think, you know, you're a warmonger or you're anti-violence or whatever. These people did this. They did it for you. They did it and they were told it's not a democracy being in the military, okay? Basically tell you what to do, where to be, how to act, and you're a robot. That's it. It's a very worthwhile thing doing. I think everybody should serve in some capacity, be it uh, military or civil service. I think we should have a, a civil service that right fucking now they should be walking along roads with plastic bags cleaning up trash and building bridges and um, doing shit. You know, getting out there and, and, and taking care of our, our country. Beautifying it. Fixing it. Representing it in a positive way. You don't need to carry a gun. That's what, that's what I feel. You know, I think there should be option, a civil service option where you can either work for some security in some capacity or um, working on an infrastructure crew, whatever the fuck. Who was it, FDR? That, after the Great Depression, put people back to work, working on roads and bridges and all that stuff getting our infrastructure tuned up. That's kind of what we need to do. In the same way that I was talking about yesterday, how it's nice to have a four-day weekend. You spend it in a mixed capacity. Sure, you relax, you have a good meal, you kick back, go on vacation. But also, to spend some time working on your infrastructure, working on your home, working on your organization, getting ready for the following work week or, you know, doing some yard maintenance or whatever the fuck you want to do. I feel like now is a good time for that. We've had a rough patch with the, with the coronavirus shutting everything down. Now it's time to get back to work. So get off your goddamn video games, stop farting into the couch, get up, give that motherfucker a shovel or a rake, a bag, some fucking gloves. You're stabbing freaking plastic 
bottles and shit on the side of the road. Clean that up. Move that junk. Get that out of here. Take all the stuff that we can salvage, we recycle it. Take all the stuff we can't recycle, we fucking incinerate it and turn turbines that uh, generate power. And that's it. Clean up our nation. So that's cool. So happy Memorial Day to everyone. Thank you for those who have served, and specifically remembering those who have fallen in the line of duty. Right? Finally, one more thought as I head home for lunch here. I watched Class Action Park yesterday. Right? So Class Action Park. Action Park was a a theme park that was in northwestern Jersey, Vernon Valley, New Jersey. So this is a documentary, Class Action Park, about this this uh, fun park, theme park. And what happened was this place was fucking crazy, man. It had it was a water park, so it had everything from whitewater rafting to kayaks to water slides with loop-de-loops and all kinds of things that were of questionable integrity. These things, the design of these things. Now, the, the object they'll tell you in the, in the documentary is that if you have a, a theme park like this, well, we want to give you an experience that provides an illusion of risk or fear, you know, makes you, oh my God, it's going so fast, oh, it's going so loop-de-loopy. Uh, I feel like my head's spinning. Oh my God, let's go over here now. Take on this ride. But they're supposed to, though they give you the impression that you are taking a risk, there's no real risk. All right? It, it gives you a sensation, a feeling like you're taking a risk, but you're not. And we pay for that. We pay good money to feel that way. Action Park was a different story, okay? It was very popular in the 80s and early 90s, uh, most of that decade, I guess. But it had everything from race cars to water slides to bumper boats, um, kayak simulators. It was fucking nuts. It had a Tarzan swing uh, that would take you 20 foot off the ground, off of a, a 20 foot pool, and you would basically you know, take a big dump, dunk into this fucking big ass pool, spring fed, so it was freezing cold. You'd take your breath away, and it was an experience, man. If you landed, if you belly flopped, or landed on your back or your head, it hurts, man. I don't know if you ever jumped into water from a height, but it hurts if you land wrong. So the construction, the design of these um, these rides was, was like off the back of a fucking napkin sort of stuff. The guy who ran it, he was an interesting character who owned it. Uh, basically a disgraced stockbroker, investor guy. And he said, fuck it, all right, I'm going to take my money. And I'm going to go, I'm going to buy these ski resorts. And I'm going to make them into a fun park. And he did that. And it was, it was an incredibly wild ride. 
they would not insurance companies would not insure him so he started his own insurance company and it was a scam there was no coverage so you're out you're basically riding unsafe rides and there were many of them and there were I think there were half a dozen deaths and a bunch of people roughed up and scraped up and concussed and the whole nine yards from this experience it was just out of something out of this world and the the documentary in my view was unbelievable now I attended Action Park one time I remember back in uh, in the late 80s maybe early 90s we go there and I remember we pulled up we all piled into my buddy's suburban his mom's suburban and I remember when we pulled in the parking lot to pay for parking, it was like $20 or $40 or something. It's pretty high. And they said, we're doing a scavenger hunt right now, though. If you have any of these items, all these items uh, in your purse or in the car, we can let you in for free. And I'll be damned, we had them. It was like a spool of thread, a pocket knife, a cigarette lighter, a balloon. A, I mean, we had... A, my buddy's mother had all this shit and we got in parking for free and then we just went wild you know the rides that we could go on um, we did and it was nuts it was fun and we lived to tell about it but I guess other people perished in this freaking place because it was really unsafe because you could determine the speed and the um how much safety was involved, you, a lot of it hinged on your, your preferences, so perhaps you want to go fast on this ride, you could run as fast as you can and then do that, you know, you wanted to come off the Tarzan swing and do a a flip, uh, you could do that, land on your head, it's going to fucking hurt, if you got a and somehow figured out how to take the governor, the governor off of the uh, race cars that they had there, or the boats. Well, you could do that. And people, the problem is, parking here. The problem is people are are assholes. That's half the problem. Half the problem. The other half was that the park was largely unsafe. But um, you give people an opportunity, they'll do stupid shit. Anyway, you gotta check this out. You gotta watch this. Um, you gotta watch this this damn documentary. It's about two hours. It's absolutely worth your time, especially if you've ever gone to a cool, like a great adventure, or if you've ever been to Action Park back in the day. It's an awesome experience. I really enjoyed it. So maybe you will too. Have a good Memorial Day. I'll talk to you turds tomorrow.